It is a beautiful day in Telluride, Colorado. I'm Joe Hendricks with elopetelluride.com, and today we are going to talk about the difference between hiking on your elopement and four-wheel driving on your elopement. So let's just get right into it, because there's some major differences between the two. So here at Elope Telluride, I am your photographer for the day, and 95% of my elopements up way in the mountains are four-wheel driving. It's just, that's just what we do. That's what a lot of couples uh, prefer. But every once in a while, I get a couple that wants to hike. And I want to tell you the advantages of hiking versus four-wheel driving and vice versa. Um, So when you four-wheel drive up into the mountains, obviously, you're not going to be sweating a whole lot. You're comfortable in the back of my Land Cruiser or with a Jeep if you're going with another photographer, and you're going up into the mountains, enjoying the views the whole entire way. It's amazing. You can have snacks, water, a little champagne maybe. Um, There's a whole bunch you can enjoy along the way. You can hold hands with your spouse comfortably without sweating to get to the top of a mountain and say your vows at your ceremony. Uh, You're not Uh, physically exhausted, (laughs) you are having the time of your life up there and um, you can concentrate on what you want to say to each other, uh, knowing that you're not going to have a long hike back, which is really nice. So you can obviously tell that I personally favor the four-wheel driving expeditions of my elopements. It's wonderful. Um, Now, if you hike, You are going to use a lot more energy. It's going to be more physically draining. But some people love that. Some people love the adventure of hiking, seeing all the flowers along the way, going on a rigorous trail that's a little bit hard that just challenges you. Um, That's exciting to, you know, quite a few people, especially around in this area in Colorado. Um, And that's why you come here for those big hikes. Now, hiking can get you to some pretty amazing places that four-wheel driving cannot there are some epic hikes that are just beautiful that are going to get you to just breathtaking views. Now, you can also get breathtaking views four-wheel driving too, um, but you're going to get a little bit different view and experience hiking. So I'm going to talk about a couple things that are involved with each one, and uh, after I'm done with this podcast, you can kind of just... Uh, Make a decision for yourself, hopefully, on which is going to be better for you. So one of the biggest difference is the shoes that you wear. So if you're hiking, you need hiking shoes. Just no way around it. You need hiking shoes just to be safe. Um, It would be a little ridiculous if you hiked in heels. So um, you just can't do that. But what's really cool about hiking is that you get a get a super cute pair of hiking shoes um, that maybe even match with your spouse. And that's kind of cool. It's a it's a reason to get an expensive pair of hiking shoes that you've always wanted. And if you love the hike, hey, that's a great deal for you. Now, if you're four-wheel driving up into the mountains, you can wear some heels. But let me say that with a little bit of a uh, caution. <laughs> um, I have seen people show up in stilettos. And it's horrible. Absolutely horrible. If you show up in heels, it's not any better, even if it's a platform heel. My elopement yesterday actually had a platform heel, but we didn't go up really far into the mountain. We just kind of went up a rock hill. Um, So she was okay, 
but she had her tennis shoes just in case. Uh, And that's what a lot of girls do nowadays is they wear their hiking boots because basically you can't see them anyways under your dress, depending on what kind of dress you have. So you can get away with wearing hiking shoes, sneakers, or whatever, and no one's going to see them unless you're swishing your dress and um, and they pop up underneath, and I see, and I happen to capture them in the photograph. So, a lot of girls bring those heels on the side, so you can wear your hiking shoes, and when you get to a spot that you want to take a beautiful picture in heels, well, then you pull out the heels, you take the picture, and then you put your hiking shoes back on. I see that all the time for wheel driving. You could even do that hiking. Just put the heels in your backpack. It's just one more thing you got to carry, though. And that's the unfortunate thing about the hiking part of it. But four-wheel driving, I put it back in, in the back of my Land Cruiser, pull out the heels when you're ready, take some pictures. You look super cute. Um, I do some really cute poses, and we take them off and put your hiking shoes back on, and you feel a whole lot better. Um, and I see it time and again. Every woman who, puts, who takes off the heels just feels so much better when they're in regular shoes. I don't know why those are worn anyways, but I'm a guy. What do I know? (laughs) Okay, so that's all about shoes. Now let's talk about locations. So like I said earlier, you can still get to a lot of, you know, epic locations four-wheel driving. In fact, there are some places that you can get to four-wheel driving that you can't get to hiking. And I only say that because... The four-wheel drive route may be an hour. Can you imagine hiking something that takes you an hour to drive in? It's going to take you all day to get there, uh, and you're going to be so exhausted. So four-wheel driving has all those huge advantages where um, you can get to your ceremony location and then hit so many multiple locations on the way back down, which is really cool. And like I said, 95% of my couples four-wheel drive because there's just so many advantages to it. Plus, you don't sweat and all that good stuff. Um, But I get to take a ton of pictures of you along the way in so many beautiful locations like um, top of a mountain, at a waterfall, at a lake, in the aspen trees, walking through some wildflowers. All of that could be done in the same day depending on the season. And you need to go back and listen to my season podcast just to kind of determine which season would be best to hit all of those if that's what you want. Um, And I can make it happen for you, four-wheel driving. If you're hiking, well, besides hiking being more physically demanding on your body and sweating a little bit while you're going up, you get fewer pictures Um, in my case. That's not the case with all photographers. But in my case, you know, we're spending so much time hiking. I take pictures along the way. I take behind the scene pictures and all that stuff. Yes, I'm going to grab all of these pictures of you resting and, and sipping on a Gatorade or whatever on the way up. I'm going to take these pictures. Um, but you get fewer extraordinary epic pictures. That's the way I'm going to put it. Like you'll get a whole bunch of the behind the scenes of your adventure hiking to that spot. Yes, I'm going to cover it all. Most photographers cover it all. 
Um, it's just so much more work that we have to do as a photographer because I'm dropping behind you, getting you going off in the distance. I'm running ahead of you to get you coming towards me. I have you going, you know, 500 feet out to the left because it's an epic view. And then you got to come back to the trail so we can get to our ceremony location or all these different things come into factor. You have to wake up earlier because it's going to be a much longer day. Now, my elopements are no longer than six hours. There are photographers that do 12 hours. And I don't know how they do it, but they're a lot younger than I am. <laughs> but uh, uh, good for them for spending 12 hours with you. That just seems like a daunting day to me. Um, but if you want to hike and that is your dream, a photographer who allows you 12 hours may be a better fit for you because six hours, you're just not going to get as many pictures uh, if you're hiking. So you can hit some pretty amazing locations, though, because you have to hike to some of these epic waterfalls. You have to go through water um, where cars are not allowed. There are some peaks that you can get to only by hiking. Like if you go to the top of a 14er called Mount Sneffels here in the Telluride area, then you're going to be hiking all the way up. Now, you can four-wheel drive about 1,000 feet to the base of it and then hike the rest of the way up, which might be an easier route. Or you can hike from Blue Lakes and take all day to get up there and all day to get back down. So, And I've done that hike before. You start early in the morning and then you end at night. And there's no way around it. It's going to take that long. All right. So I guess I just covered the next point, which is how long is it going to take? Like I said, if you hike, it's going to be a much longer day for you unless it's a short hike. There are some locations that I go to that are a very short hike, and I'm talking about a quarter of a mile. So for the couple that loves hiking, I will four-wheel drive you to that location, and then we can hike a quarter of a mile to get to this epic spot where you're all alone, and I know these spots because I'm a local photographer. Remember, hire a local if you can, um, especially if they take the pictures you want. And that gets your hiking um, you know, desire fulfilled, which is nice. <laughs> you want to, I mean, if, if you love to hike, then that's the way to do it. I, in my opinion, is you want to hike just a little bit of a short distance because then you don't get all sweaty. Um, now I will say personally, and I'm a hundred percent honest with you on this podcast is I'm a man. I don't know what it's like to hike with long hair. Um, especially when it's done up so beautifully for your elopement. I don't know what that's like, but I know you're going to get sweaty. And I know that you're going to have to change clothes along the way because you're not hiking in your wedding dress. You know, some girls do. Some, most girls don't. Um, and I just had a discussion not too long ago about hiking up to a huge waterfall and then having to change your change into your wedding dress. And I told the girl, I said, well, at this time of year, the waterfall is going to be raging. It's going to be you're going to get wet while you're changing into your wedding dress. There's no way around it. Uh, unless you're going to change out in public where multiple people are. But um, those are the kind of things that you have to worry about when you're hiking. Uh, it's, it's the sweat. You have to bring towels. You have to bring water. You have to bring your champagne, obviously. And as you're going up in elevation, the pressure builds on that champagne. Stuff like that you have to worry about. Um, you have to just be prepared for everything. So as the photographer who's taking pictures of you hiking in the mountains, I have to bring a whole lot more stuff. Um, because even though we share the load, 
as we're going up hiking, you know, I'm taking on most of the load. And I'm taking your pictures, running in front of you, staying behind you, all the stuff. It's a lot more taxing on the photographer uh, itself when you're hiking. So that's another reason why, I mean, hey, I am game to four-wheel drive all your way up into the mountain. Um, It's beautiful. And that's another thing I'll say about four-wheel driving is that you get a lookout at the window at all these amazing views. When you get married in the Telluride, Uray area where I am, with elopetelluride.com, the travel that you do to get up into these mountains is breathtaking. It's amazing, especially if you get married like on the Alpine Loop or the Million Dollar Highway or Imogen Pass or like all of these different places that you can go to. Four-wheel driving is such a huge adventure in itself. It's amazing. And I personally don't see any reason why you need to hike on that day, unless there is an epic location that you have to get to that is once in a lifetime and you love hiking. That's just kind of what it comes down to. Um, like I said, I've covered the differences in the two, the kind of shoes that you have to wear, um, the locations that you're able to go to. You can go to more locations for driving than you can hiking. Um, if you hike, it's going to be a much longer day than if you four-wheel drive. Even though four-wheel driving can take the whole day too, depending on where you go, because there are some epic locations you can go to. So they can both be long days. Sweating. You're going to sweat so much more hiking than you ever will four-wheel driving. Now, when you're four-wheel driving, you go up the mountain kind of quick. If you're from Florida, there is always a chance that you could get dizzy and maybe even pass out. I have had one bride in the last four years pass out. She came from Florida the day before. She drank nothing but champagne the day of. She passed out. I later found out that uh, she has a history of passing out, and no one ever told me. So we were prepared for it anyways, and we had oxygen on us. We had um, sugar packets on us. So we were able to get her back in going, and she felt good. Um, I think she was more embarrassed than anything else, but we had to carry her back to the car because the altitude just, when you go up into these mountains, it really affects you. And you can't be drinking alcohol all the time when you first come here. You need to drink water and hydrate and get ready for your elopement day. Uh, Another thing with hiking versus four-wheel driving is changing clothes. Um, No one ever changes clothes when I four-wheel drive. You're in a suit, you're in a, a wedding dress, you look amazing. And that's what you stay in all day. You're in an air-conditioned land cruiser with me. Hey, life is wonderful. You have amazing views and amazing pictures. If you hike, you're going to be in hiking clothes. And then you're going to change once you get up there. And it's no big deal to change into a wedding dress if you're an outdoor person. Uh, It's no big deal to change into a suit if you're an outdoor guy. So just depending on who you are, hiking may sound better to you than four-wheel driving. And the last thing is the amount of pictures that you get. In my experience, as someone who spends 95% of my elopements up in the mountains, four-wheel driving, um, you get a ton of pictures that way. A ton. And they're all epic. They're all beautiful. My experience with hiking is hiking takes up the whole day. So you get far fewer pictures, but you get these minute uh, 
exceptional epic pictures of spots that people normally don't go to. But if you're looking through my portfolio on elopetellyride.com and you see a picture you want, the chances are we four-wheel drive there. There's only one on that whole entire website, and I challenge you to find out which one it is. There's only one picture on my whole entire website of a couple that hiked to a spot. And I'm not going to tell you which one it is. But I'm curious. If you can tell me, let me know. And I'll mention you in the next podcast. Um, but anyways, those are the differences between hiking and four-wheel driving. Um, I can come pick you up at your house. And we can have a fun day four-wheel driving. Or we can go to the beginning of a trailhead and have your elopement start out, your life together start out as an adventure. Um, either way, it's going to be an adventure, whether you're four-wheel driving or hiking. Um, but I hope that gives you some good insight to what's involved. I personally have found out that couples are super relieved that they don't have to hike on the day of. And I know a lot of other photographers encourage you to hike and do all that, but I'm here to tell you, you don't have to do it. You can get all these exceptional photos without hiking. Um, and if that interests you, email me at joe at com. I'll be more than glad to talk to you about it. Even if you don't go with me, I just want to um, – Uh, give you all the info that you need to make an informed decision so that you can have the best day of the rest of your life together. I'm Joe Hendricks. I hope you have a wonderful day and I can't wait till I talk to you on the next podcast. I hope this was helpful. If it was, please comment and let me know. All right, y'all have a good day.